Hello, and thank you for being here for another episode of our podcast about a video game you may or may not have already played. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Jackson. And it's dangerous to go alone, so come with us as we review this week's video game or video games. It's dangerous. Or double demo video game. Oh, yeah, like a portion of a game. Yeah, like a little yeah. snippet of a couple games. Mm-hmm. A little kiss of a game. A little, just a little hint, like a, 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 a faint aroma, a memory of a scent from a different time. A spramp. A spramp. Spramp. What's this, like, is that like a onomatopoeia? A spramp. I don't know. I saw, like I used spramp. to, did you ever, have you ever watched Will and Grace? Yeah. So there's an episode where Jack, I think they're playing Scrabble, and Jack writes Spramp, okay. and everyone's like, Spramp isn't a word. And he's yeah. like, no, it's like, and he takes this for, for those of you listening, for, uh, every, whoever's listening is listening. Um, <laughs> if you are hearing this, you are in fact listening. <laughs> listening. But he takes his hands and he like splat, it pretends to splash water on his face. He's like, you know, you just Spramp yourself. And I'm like... <laughs> So I love saying spramp. <laughs> Got it. I'm into it. Yeah, it's just a little yeah. spramp, a little dash. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how you doing? I'm good. It is gearing up for, I'm in the middle of my pride season right now. So I had kind of like some little things happening at the beginning of the month. But starting tomorrow, I go just balls to the wall, full frontal pride season. So it goes a little crazy. Um, I'm full also frontal during pride? No, babe, that's just for oh. you. Uh, <laughs> but I am. Um, I'm also in the middle of a wonderful IBS attack, so I'm loving that. Uh, so I'm really hoping I'm not going to be tucked into a corset, having to shit myself in the middle of a gig. So that's oh. going to be super fun. Oh. I know it just like sucks because then you like you're out, right? So you're like, what can I eat that's not going to true? <clears throat> you know, trigger this like awful. What are you know? What are safe foods? Honestly, if I'm being like super, super honest, <clears throat> bland rice, applesauce, and uh, toast. I was going to say bread, but then for some people, the gluten. Celiac? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not celiac. Yeah. I can usually have bread. Like I had bread. I, I have bread pretty consistently and I'm okay. Um, when I Sometimes if I cut bread out mm-hmm. completely for like, like if I want to lean out and gain a lot, um, I'll cut like wheat and stuff out. But I still have the same sort of IBS attack without the bread. So so that's not the trigger for you. Nor I think it was the fact that I just ate nothing but absolute shit garbage for mm-hmm. three days because I was in Windsor with my family mm-hmm. and then came home and we got like, I think the I think the the straw that broke the camel's back was we got Chinese food right before bed. Yum. Yeah, and like love tastes delicious, but if like if I want Chinese food that's not gonna upset my stomach, I'll probably go to like an authentic, like really good. You know, this was like ten dollars for like eight fucking things on your plate, and, and that has its place, you know. <clears throat> oh, it does, but I'm not twenty three and you know suffering from a hangover anymore. Like it was, yeah. a, it was like the poutine of Chinese food. Like it was just fast, it was just greasy, and it wasn't. It barely tasted very good. Yep. Like. And you just ate it just to have food in your stomach. And I think that was just like, it tipped me over. It was just like the one f- more fast food that my stomach just couldn't handle. So now that we've been talking about my shit for five minutes. Your poop Jesus, shits. My poop uh, shits. Well, happy pride. 
happy pride i edited last week's episode and i realized that i went how's your pride juice and you went oh it's pretty good how's yours and then i ranted for five minutes so i'd like to apologize to everyone for that you straight man taking over i I don't remember that what did you complain about about dealing with homophobes with my community management i i think it's relevant yeah but even still i was like hey i'm gonna prompt you with a question psych it was about me i'm watching this and i'm like how long do i go on for i'm like skipping ahead i'm still talking i'm like oh my god (laughs) i didn't notice i cut some of it out of the podcast episode (laughs) (laughs) you said i couldn't do this i couldn't i couldn't i'm screaming that's so funny Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. overall pride's good what about you how are you I'm doing okay. It's uh, it's like game reveal season right now. So, oh. t- so traditionally, June is like E3, right? Mm-hmm. When they had this in-person event in LA and mm-hmm. all of the big studios would come together and present their own stuff. And then just before the pandemic, some of those studios broke off to do their own things. And then the pandemic happened and E3 kind of got fucked because uh, there was no live in-person events. So mm-hmm. a well-known, well-respected journalist in the industry named Jeff Keeley put together his own. Uh, traditionally, he was doing the Game Awards, which is like the mm-hmm. industry awards. And he said, oh, well, maybe I can help do this as well. So he started putting together Summer Games Fest and did okay. a digital broadcast, which was essentially E3, but digitally. And then this year, they, he did that since 2020, I believe, maybe 2021, because everyone was scrambling in 2020. Mm-hmm. And this year, E3 was like, we're back. There's no more restrictions. We're going to do it again. And then no developers signed on except Ubisoft. And then when Ubisoft saw no one else was coming to the party, they actually changed their RSVP. And then E3 said goodbye. And oh. Summer Game Fest is now like officially taken place. So it, it's kind of spread out. Summer Game Fest is like its own unique full presentation and a lot of developers go straight to jeff Keeley to do this whole thing but then other companies also do their own shows and reveals and all this type of stuff so summer game fest was last week and then on sunday even though i was abroad uh and it was 10 a.m i put on the xbox games showcase mm-hmm. so watched and, and saw quite a few new games Uh, that I'm kind of excited for. So I watched the Summer Game Fest one, which is supposed to be the banger. And I was like, none of this is exciting to me. I was like, do I even like video games? And then the Xbox uh, broadcast happened and I was like, oh, I do. No, I do. But those just sucked. Those ones just weren't that great. But there was one on that list that I think is great. And I think that you may also like. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read, I'm going to read it to you a little bit here and we're going to get your take on it. Okay. So this is from the Steam uh, wish list page because it won't be available in early access until January, okay? Oh my god. This game is called Pal World. P-A-L World. Pal Uh, Pal World World is a brand new multiplayer open world survival crafting game where you can befriend and collect mysterious creatures called Pal in a vast world. Make Jackson. your pals fight, build, farm, and work in factories. Go ahead. Can I interrupt you? You sure can. I have known about Pal World for months. You know Pal about World, Pal World. Pal World is Pokemon with guns. Pokemon with guns. 
and capitalism. And it straight up looks like Pokemon. Like, they didn't try very hard to differentiate from already existing Pokemon. No. Um, at all. But no. it looks awesome. I am kind of skeptical that this game will release in the current state that it's in. I think that the Pokemon company might have a few things to say about that. It's, I it's think a so. lot. I'm looking at what is just straight up a Leafeon with a. I literally, SMG. I think we're watching the exact same yep. preview because I literally just yep. saw Leafeon just, just straight on up a, guns. It, it, but it's like the thing, the capitalism part about it is like they're straight yeah. up. You can enslave them to yeah. make things. You can. So again, the end of this description, make your pals fight, build, farm, and work in factories. Ah, uh, I'm going to play the shh. Get out of this. better fucking believe we're gonna play the <laughs> shit out of this so then there's even like more developer insights below and and it's just it just emphasizes the chaos pal world is a game about living a slow life with mysterious creatures pal or throwing yourself into life and death battles with poachers oh, it's about living the slow life or fighting for your life tooth and nail to survive you can make They're pals so fight, smart. breed, help with farming, or work in factories. You can also sell them off or even slaughter them to eat. That, however, is forbidden by law. You can do it, but it's illegal. Oh, I fucking can't wait. The world is full of dangers such as food shortages, harsh weather, and illegal poachers. You must be prepared to do anything if you want to survive. You may even need to consume pals sometimes. They are straight up being like, eat them. Eat them. Every single <laughs> sentence is like, fucking eat them. Just eat them. It's crazy how similar they look to Pokemon. Like you're, it, They look almost like Fakemon. Like, have you ever played Fakemon? I've not played it, but I've seen it, yeah. Like, I'm looking at a Quaxley in one of these GIFs. I'm yeah. looking at a Flareon right here. Like, these are, like, oof. Piplup. Yeah, there's oof. a Piplup right here. These the, are the... dead on. Yeah. They've got eggs. I mean, it's hard to make eggs look different, but, like, oh, that's a Salamence. Like, these are yeah, dead yeah, on. Yeah. So, again, I mean... it's... Uh, this is targeting. But what is it? It's a brand new multiplayer open world survivor game. We could play this together. Yeah, you're damn right we could. Holy shit. January 2024 is when they're targeting. Do you think that Nintendo slash the Pokemon company's lawyers will get involved and therefore this game will not come out as intended in January? I am so serious. I'm surprised they haven't. I'm surprised they haven't already. I'm surprised <laughs> yeah. they haven't because they are. this is just a flat out like almost identical and i'm gonna be so this is this is kind of like kind of kind of kind of like what we wanted pokemon to evolve mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. you know like you can catch them but you can also put them to work you can also battle with them you can also mm -hmm. eat them you know it feels a little bit more high stakes it feels a little bit more risk it feels a little, a little bit adult. and it has the a little bit more adult it also has that um that open world aspect the multiplayer aspect that i think that um pokemon's been missing or just kind of doing a little wrong they're just doing it poorly. like they're doing it really poorly and it's it feels like it's because pokemon has been putting out the exact same game every few years with a new crop of pokemon and a kind of different look and a shitty fucking story 
every year and we eat it up and I eat it up. Although Violet and Scarlet was fucking garbage. I don't care what anybody says. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Worst fucking Pokemon game I've ever played. Worse than black and white. Fight me. I don't care. They were awful. Yeah. So I'm really excited for this. I'm going to play the absolute balls to the wall shit out of it. Yeah. I think this will be one that we should definitely play a lot of together. Can you play it on PS5? Is it going to be a PS5? I don't know, but it's on oh, Steam, well, and we both have a control. We both have a computer, so that's. Good. I know. I go- Unfortunately, it's unlikely that a PS5 or PS4 release for Power World. Oh, God damn it! Okay, fine. I'll play it on Steam. Uh, did I see it? it'll be on Xbox? Which doesn't help. You don't have an Xbox. Never mind. Disregard. I don't have an Xbox, but I do have Xbox Game Pass, which I never use, but I still maybe pay for. even two of those. <laughs> yeah, I think I have two of them. I should. So look into I that. don't think it'll be that important to you, but the Xbox Games Showcase that happened on Sunday, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure every single game that they highlighted comes day one to Game Pass. So when it oh. releases, you can instantly get it on day on on, on Game Pass. So I don't know if it's worth you looking through some of those announcements just to see if anything excites you. And you can probably cancel that and then renew it another time down the line. Probably. Yeah, but you, probably do you know what's coming out? Tell Pal me. World. And that's all I give a shit about. Boom. Uh, boom. We are bam, bam, bam. living our life for Pal World. <laughs> um, so this week's games are actually demos. So I played a demo and so did Jackson. Mm-hmm. So I played Bramble the Mountain King and I decided to play the demo because I knew it wasn't coming out for a while. But actually, once I downloaded it, and then went to play it today, I realized once I was already on stream that it had already released. It released on April oh. 27th of this year. So it, I could have downloaded the whole game to play. But I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to play the demo today just to see if I like it because I don't want to spend the money. Yeah. Uh, what what demo did you play? So because of all of these new reveals and, and new games coming out, I think it's great that there's demos available. I think demos were a really important part of my childhood mm-hmm. and then they kind of went away and i haven't heard of a demo for a long time and now this is the first i'm hearing of some solid demos lately uh, but i played the demo for lies of p which was uh further it was already revealed once and i was like what the fuck is this um and then at summer game fest they showcased a little bit more of it and they said and there's a demo Ooh, that looks really cool. I can tell you a little more about it, but let's start with uh, let's start with yours. Let's start with with Bramble. Walk me through it. Give me the over the overview of this bad boy. So, from the website um, FrostStudios.com, Bramble the Mountain King is a grim adventure set in a world inspired by dark Nordic fables. Explore the beautiful yet dangerous and twisted land of Bramble in your endeavor to rescue your sister. Traverse a wondrous landscape and survive deadly encounters with Bramble's many hideous creatures. Bramble the Mountain King takes you on a gripping and unsettling journey through stunning environments, take you on the role of Ol- Ollie? O-L-L-E? I don't know. A young boy setting off to rescue his sister kidnapped by the dreaded by a dreaded troll. Not everything in Bramble is how it seems. In the strange land of creatures big and small, you must careful how you approach when it uh approach. And when to hide, many hungry and spiteful beasts lurk in the forest and caves. So watch your step. Ooh, watch your step. Yes. So you're basically, I'm just going to say Ollie, because it's, yeah, that just feels right for me to say. Sure. So you're basically Ollie. You are a tiny, tiny, tiny little, you're almost like an elf. Like you're very small. You're, you're just a bit taller than a blade of grass. 
I would say maybe like double the size of a blade of grass. Yeah, you're little. Uh, dressed in a fancy little vest and trousers with the shaggy blonde hair. And you essentially start the demo in the hands of a troll, like a, like a troll made of rock frozen in time and you're in its grasp. And, but you're not in danger. You just like slide out of its hands and just walk away. And it has that basically narrative of like nothing happens unless you move so like uh, a lot like uh what game is it ori and the blind forest okay have you played i played very little of it so you know with ori and the blind forest as you walk the story is being told sure right so it's a lot like that so as you walk it's like the narration is happening if you stop the narration stops right it's about each time you step it kind of gives you a little bit more of the story and there's a narrator and there's like text on the screen and like really interesting so it's beautiful but i would say the best way i can describe the gameplay and the overall vibe is if you were to play little nightmares Mm -hmm. but it was um a nordic fable oh okay yeah it's the exact same sort of layout it's you from walking a to b you have very little things that you can do you can sprint you can duck you can use light and you can walk and jump right it's very simple 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 there's no hack and slash there's no battling it's just you kind of getting from point a to point b but the tension is you're limited in your speed and what you can do but the dangers are very real and very quick so um they have those moments where it's like the music changes and it's like a and then you see like something look at you and from far away and you have to like get away from it but you can only go so fast because you're as big as a blade of grass right so very cute but very slow i had some i had some frustrating moments with it but it's only about a 30 minute demo it's very quick it's very very quick you play about a level you know that's interesting to me. So this was a conversation we had very, very briefly. And we we're like, oh, we'll talk about it later. So this is us talking about it later. Where I've seen news articles and features in games media suggesting that demos had no positive impact on sales for what? most studios. They'd release the demo. It could be like the most played demo, but it does not tend to translate to sales. I don't know that we ever really saw a full explanation as to why. Maybe people are curious, but that game, playing the game themselves doesn't have the same value or more value than they could get from from reviews or, or whatever it may be. I wondered, do you think it's more valuable as a consumer to play a short demo or a little bit of a longer demo? Which one do you think makes you more likely to want to buy the game? Honestly, the shorter demo, because now I'm like, I wanted to know more about the story. I wanted to know more about what happens. It also ends on a cliffhanger. So I wanted to be like, well, what happens next? You know, what, where are we going to go with this story? So it does make me actually want to download and play the game. Yeah, for me, like, I don't, I don't really know. I haven't played that many demos aside from the one that we'll discuss in a moment. And I just don't, I don't know that they really are a selling feature for me. I think, especially this day and age, like, get, don't get me wrong. When I was a kid and, and I was playing demo discs all the time, mm. oh, that was, a, that was a key part of my childhood where, like, mom wasn't buying me a $60 video game. Mom would buy me a $10 magazine that came with a demo disc, and I would play the same three games for 30 minutes at a time over and over and over again. 
so I guess in that sense, I can understand why it maybe never translated to sales. But for me, I guess a little bit of a longer one, I guess if, well, hmm. cause then you get into things like betas and alphas for games. Are those the modern demos where you have access to a game that's an early access and you're like, okay, well, that's basically a demo, but you've already paid for it. Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, imagine we turned into a podcast that just talked about betas and alphas. Oh, yeah. Be- Have I told you the story about like societal alphas and betas? It's one oh, of my no. favorite stories. I thought it was, I, I heard it from someone else. But basically there was this, this guy, this um, scientist who went out to study wolves, saw the wolf pack, came back with this alpha male theory, right? It's like, yep, there's a society of wolves and within them, there is one that everyone looks up to that is the alpha. And that could be applied to our own society. And everyone's like, I'm an alpha. And then the same, he wrote a book and then everyone bought into it wholesale. He went back out, same, same scientist and came back and wrote another book and was like, I was wrong. There, that's not a thing. What was actually happening, what I misunderstood was that was a, fa- a family. That was a family dynamic. So there's no alpha. That was just the father who was the figurehead of the family. So alpha theory doesn't make any sense. And everyone was like, fuck you, I'm an alpha! And <laughs> just completely, completely ignored him being like, my science yeah. and research was wrong. They're like, nah, dude, I'm all in on this. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an alpha male. And I'm, I'm just an like, alpha. Oh. Yeah, it makes me fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't like that either. I call people beta, but only ironically. I want everyone to know if I've ever called you a beta. It's an it's an irony. Oh, okay. I mostly uh, I did a podcast the other day actually, and um, and me and Cynthia. It was me and Cynthia. We were guests on it, and we were we're two drag queens, right? So we're very you know we're very talkative. We're very good with our like banter because we've been doing it for a very long time, and we've got yeah. good kind of back and forth and he kept calling himself a beta to our alphas on his own podcast because we were so you just you know, took over you steamrolled well i think i think he just wasn't used to having two guests uh, a little yeah a little out so there was a little steamrolling happening not on purpose but just because you had to fit in two voices <laughs> you better stop me or i'm taking over I'm oh, I went now. I went on a huge um, tangent rant on uh, magical girls and why they were important to queer people growing up. Sure. Sailor Moon. Th- Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Oh, we, oh my God. Really? Yes. Nice. We talked about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, Sailor Moon, Cardcaptor Sakura, uh, like a bunch of those. Cool. Yeah, I'm into that. Crushed it. Yeah, Sabrina. good job. It's a good list. Did you have a crush on Sabrina? Did she make your balls jump a little bit? I don't recall that one specifically. No, I like the show. I watched it, but that might have honestly been a little a little early for me. Lizzie McGuire was my my first crush. Wow. Yeah. Really? Can I tell you about the time Hil- I tried to meet Hillary Duff? As a result. No. When I was touring, we played L.A., and every time you play L.A., there's inevitably an event that has celebrities come to it. I've met uh, a couple celebrities. Who cares? Um, And one year I went and I wasn't scheduled to do this PR event. It's additional work. People hate doing additional work except when there's celebrities around. And I looked at the guest list for it and Hillary Duff was a maybe on this guest list. So I went out of my way to trade, to do more work at this event to try to meet her. And she wasn't, she didn't show up. 
Have you seen the video, uh, the photos of her blowing her husband? Yeah, when I was visiting you, we watched. We you showed me at you showed me live on stream. It's <laughs> right my favorite after, thing. What was the sand yeah. one? Oh. Yeah, the sand, the butt sand one. It yeah. makes her. It made her a gay icon. Her that and um, ending homophobia. She ended homophobia and then she blew her husband after she got engaged. That is a that is a legend right there. I mean, that's an icon. Oh. That's something we should all aspire to. Gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we spiraled away. What were we, we did, talking we did, about? We alphas, we, alphas and betas. Alphas and betas. But we we were talking about um, we were talking about Bramble. We were talking about how it's a short, um, short little cute demo. Short cute demo, but how I kind of I enjoyed that. It, it may, I will say the only reason I was kind of annoyed was that it was my whole stream plan, and, and then like thirty minutes later. 30 minutes later, it was done. So I was like, guess we're playing Kingdom Hearts. Is that um, what you did? Yeah, we played Kingdom Hearts for the rest of the, the stream. I'm uh, uh, I'm about halfway done. Uh, so I'm about 15 hours of cutscene. And uh, I would say about 15 hours of gameplay. And we got another 15 hours of cutscenes. <laughs> 15 more hours of gameplay. Uh, fuck, it's, it's a lot. But... So Bramble um, is a $38.99 game. Yeah. With the 30-minute demo behind you, yeah. are you going to make the purchase, you think? I think I'm going to play it in... I'm going to be streaming a lot more in July. I think I'm going to play it for a stream in July. I can't see it taking me more than two streams. It feels... If it is anything like Little Nightmares, and for seeing how short the demo was, it yeah. can't be more than a very... Like, more than a three-hour, six-hour game. And especially at a 30, $39 price point, yeah. that's not going to be a beefy one, you know? No, of course. Well, that's cool. So do you do you want to rank Bramble or do you want to go play it and then come back and then rank it once you've played? I mean, I'll, for it. what I played and what I got the sense of, I loved Little Nightmares. This gave me a very much a Little Nightmare sense. I'll give it kind of like an eight out of ten, you okay. know, just for it was beautiful. This the music is gorgeous. The visuals are beautiful. It's just scary enough where it mm-hmm. gives you those small jump scares if you want them and they're creepy and there's like kind of like irky troll noises where you're like oh is something gonna pop out so it gives you that it really fully immerses you and it's not overly difficult cool yeah and i hated little nightmares i didn't you, hate you little would... nightmares i thought little nightmares was wildly overrated and therefore i will not be playing bramble mountain king I would say Bramble is more of if you're into cozy games and you mm-hmm. want that little bit of spookiness, mm-hmm. play Bramble. Because it, it definitely gives the... Like, I remember when we first started playing, everyone in my chat was just like, like, you could ride a hedgehog and, like, you're sitting on the hedgehog's back and you have a fisher, you have a fishing rod with a, ro- a worm on the end and it and it follows the worm. Like, it's cute. That's you know, so if, if you're someone who really enjoys cozy games, but you want something a little creepy, this is the game for you. Cool. I'm into that. Yeah. You want to talk about Liza P real quick? Yeah, I just I'm looking at the imagery and it looks beautiful, but yeah. I'm kind of wondering what it's like. I really like it. I don't think you would like this game. I'll say okay. that before we even start. This <laughs> I'm is not, sitting here not and I'm like, I love this. Enjoy. So let me really? tell you. This game was announced a while back. I think at maybe the Game Awards. Don't quote me on that. I don't think it's okay. right. And they announced it as a Souls-like based on 
Pinocchio. And oh I went, my god, I saw the preview for this. I wanted what? to download it. It looks really cool. Yeah, I went, what the fuck is that? Why does that exist at all? And I remember mm-hmm. seeing it initially and being like, that is dumb. I'm not going to touch that. Who cares? And then I saw uh, Summer Game Fest. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of, I didn't, I didn't mention, my company announced their new game at Summer Game mm-hmm. Fest. So that was kind of fucking cool to be like, big swingers up there, big names you say on which stage. Game? And then our, my company, Kabam, was like, hey, we've got our new game. Uh, pre-registration is open right now for King Arthur Legends Rise. And it will be cross-platform mobile, but also available on Steam. So that'll be kind of cool. Mm, and you can go fun. pre-register and wish list for that now if you were so interested. Anyhow, I saw Lies of P on stage and they were like, demo available now. And I saw it and I was like, this is still kind of fucking stupid, but I'm going to play it. I haven't played a Souls like since Elden Ring. And I kind of like the genre. It's a bit of a love-hate relationship. So I'm going to go home and I'm going to check this out. So the day that it was announced, there was a demo. I hopped in to play it. And this was a beefy demo. So it wasn't a time count. It was Mm -hmm. progression. And you got to fight at least one main boss. And Mm -hmm. I put in two and a half hours into this demo. and, And I was close to the end, but I never finished it got through one major boss i got a feeling that there would be a second boss but it's very standard it's very dark souls that you go from point a you navigate through killing enemies they're all kind of a little bit difficult you go to a bonfire slash save point you can level up there Um, you can also use it to fast travel as soon as you save your progress very like fall in order for you juice Mm mm-hmm so as soon as you save your progress, everyone else respawns. And for you to get from oh. B again, you have to kill them again. And I hate that. you go up against bigger bosses and you're memorizing patterns and how to dodge and, and parry and, and retaliate. So I kind of went through the whole, the whole phase. Some of it's a little bit slower than I wanted, especially mm-hmm. coming off the heels of Elden Ring, which was actually relatively quick in pacing. Some of like the dodge and roll response times were a little bit slower, but artistically where I think juice you'll care at least a little bit stylized as far as being stylized goes, this is actually pretty gorgeous. All of the enemies are kind of like tin soldier mm-hmm. robot takes, which is pretty cool. And excuse me, it's a bit of a steampunky world that you're running around in. I ended up at a circus fighting a large kind of clown robot. Um, mm-hmm. And you're playing as Pinocchio. He looks identical to Timothy Chalamet. I was going to say, yeah, he looks very Timothy Chalamet. Very Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, very and Timothy Chalamet. He's got like a robot arm and you can give him different swords and he fights through all of these enemies. And then they kind of, I like when they iterate on well-known lore so Mm -hmm. like you hear a little bit about geppetto but he's not really in the scene but there's someone who's like the blue fairy in that someone had to look Mm. up and tell me um in the trailer there's a submarine that looks like a whale and you're like oh that's moby dick but it's a submarine okay cool i like when they take something that's really really familiar and give it a new spin and a new fresh coat of paint so I, i kind of vibed with it um more than i expected to now, when this game comes out, it'll likely be an $80 price tag. It comes out in three months. And mm. will I spend 80 bucks on it? Probably not. But if it came to Game Pass, would I play it? Absolutely. So I think it was it was fun. It, like I said, mm-hmm. was a, a, a hefty 
It was a beefy demo. So if you're mm. looking to get into something for free and get three to four hours out of it, you 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 could. Maybe not you choose because I, I think you'd fucking no, hate it. No, but... really, it looks here. Okay, so here's here's my thing on why I think I would like it. I don't like Elden Ring because it looks very hard. This one and... was hard. Listen, go. But can, but does there an easy setting? I don't think. So. Uh, I didn't check. Uh, so it looks very hard, and I don't like. I know everyone says like Elden Ring is beautiful, but for me, the aesthetics of Elden Ring just aren't for me. I don't. It's think a lot of browns pretty. and grays yeah gray gross um but this i like the aesthetic i like the steampunk i think it's beautiful the main character looks really cool and i saw this on tiktok originally and i saw an aspect of this game is that you can do these quests where you choose to lie or to tell the truth and if you lie there's consequences but if you tell the truth there's also consequences which i really like i love that aspect of it i think that's really cool so I, I, I was actually excited about this one and I'm kind of, I'm now I'm wary about it because you said I would probably fucking hate it. Um, I would watch you play it. Really? Yeah. Because I think you'd hate it. And I would think that would be really funny to watch. <laughs> it's just me just angry and fucking Fuck! mad. <laughs> Fuck. Is there cutscenes? Um, not in a meaningful way that I saw. Nah. <sighs> See something like this. There's I want a cut little scenes. bit of storytelling, but there's not like high production value cutscenes like you would see. It's definitely oh, not going to get really? you Kingdom Hearts quality cutscenes. No, well, no, I don't want. I don't want Kingdom Hearts. I love Kingdom Hearts, but my God, some of those cutscenes can be. You just don't want thirty minute cutscenes at a time. I am not fucking joking today. Fifteen minutes of cutscene at fifteen one five. I was so mad because mm-hmm. I so desperately needed to end stream, and I was just like, the the cutscene won't end. And then the cutscene ended, and then it was just like, all right, what planet do you want to go to? And I was just like, fucking none. I have to end stream. Let's fucking lock this shit up. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. Really? Okay. So I think that bums me out that there's not like a storytelling aspect to it because it does feel like it would be a beautiful story. There is, but Uh, it's a little bit of like voice in your ear as you run around and you run up and talk to a couple characters. Like there is story. It's just not extensive cutscenes. It's I think a free gonna, demo. I'll, you should just try. I'll play the demo. Yeah, I'm going to play the demo. I'll do the demo on stream in a, f- a few weeks. Okay. And then we'll have to follow up on whatever podcast episode follows that so that I, I can get your take. I think you're going to hate it. Okay. You think I'm going to hate it? Yeah. I want you really? to love it. I want you to have th- more things in your life that you love, but I think you're going <laughs> to hate this. Yeah, I think I'm going to try it. Oh my God, you can even change his hair, his face. Oh, I love when you can personalize. Mm-hmm. Customize Ooh, characters, lo- man. That's you can customize the character. Blue fairy is inside of a little thing. I don't know. Everything about this for me seems visually very appealing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it. Uh, oh, it's coming in. It's August 2023. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is three months. Yep. It's June. That's how time works. It's okay, though. That's our time. That's fine. I was like, that's so much sooner. <laughs> Anyways, so what would you, what would you, what would you rate this one at? I want to give this a sixty-seven out of eighty. Ooh. I think sixty-seven is a pretty number. Um, I think it, 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 and then I made the scale fit. I basically I picked a, a pretty number and then I made the scale fit to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so. that is hefty. That's a hefty number. Um, Seven out of eighty. I love that. Well. Yeah. Good. I mean, that's good. So what are so what are your your end thoughts on demos? Like, do you feel like I like them as a consumer? I don't think that it necessarily means I'm going to go purchase your game. Like, I will go out of my way to complete your demo to the fullest of my ability, but it doesn't mean I'm going to go purchase your game. So as a consumer, love it. As someone who works in the games industry, 
I can see why people have stopped making them. I would say for me, although I said I would download Bramble, but for me, Bramble is one that I've wanted to play for a long time. But if it was a demo that I had just gotten randomly because uh, the character was cute, it would need to be exceptional for me to want to download the rest of the game. Yeah. I think there's also a bit of mystery when making a purchase of a video game. And sometimes that turns people off, but sometimes that can be a big payoff, right? Where you see a game, maybe that game's on sale and you're like, oh, I'm going to roll the dice on this one and then get to the other side and be like, oh shit, this was excellent. Um, I'm so glad that I took the chance. But playing the demo, again, from a producer slash developer standpoint, you're running the risk that someone's like, Oh fuck, I actually hate this. Like if we re- rolled with a demo for bread and Fred. Oh, I wish we did. Wouldn't have, oh, wouldn't have I got wish the purchase, I, but they did. I the wish we did. That was the worst fucking game I've ever played in my goddamn life. I never, I, I forgot it existed until you said it. Yeah, no, you blocked it from your memory. I get that. Fuck. That was bad. Oh my God. That was bad. All right. Well, you're tired and I have to go be an alpha in an ice hockey game. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry i keep yawning um no, okay we'll wrap it up thank you guys so much for joining us for another week of it's dangerous to go alone we really appreciate all the support um and play some demos if you want or don't because we kind of just turned you off of it uh we're gonna be back next week i'm not sure what we're gonna talk about next week me neither but we'll find something i'll figure it out it's pride week so maybe i'll sit and i'll play some i'll binge tears of the kingdom and we'll just Ooh. talk about that Hot. i'm pro- probably not gonna do that but thank you guys so much jackson finish if you're gonna play tears of the kingdom i have another candle i made for you oh you're the cutest i you're so fucking oh my god i love you so much (laughs) you're sweet little baby anyways uh jackson's gonna let you know where you can find us on socials you guys can come over to instagram we're over there at it danger pod we post a clippy there usually once a week though to be fair i'm i'm slacking a little bit but we'll get you something there so you can see our faces to go along with our melodic voices I love it. Sorry I keep yawning, but thank you guys so much. Uh, it's late for me right now, and I'm going to sleep. I'm going to go take a, an IBS poop and go to bed. But love you guys so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Mm. Oh, I'm falling asleep. <laughs>